This is the Tyler McCloskey Show. Hey, what's up, Southwest Florida? Tyler McCluskey here, your host of the Tyler McCluskey Show, coming to you live on 92.5 Fox News and streaming now this week on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Uh, I appreciate everybody that has tuned in for the first two weeks here of our show. Again, our team's done a great job that put this together for us, uh, made it sound very professional, uh, taking a brand new rookie on the radio and making it sound well. So I appreciate everybody that has tuned in the last couple of weeks. This is episode three. Uh, I think I've talked to uh, Ian, my producer here, and we said that we're not even going to count the episodes, but maybe when I get to 10, once hopefully I get to 10, we just blow past it. We'll never mention another episode number after that, and we'll see how long we go. Um, but I think we've made some, uh, made some progress. This is the, uh, the third show, and I've come in with no notes this week. So first episode, notes like you wouldn't believe all up and down the page. I only hit a couple of the points in a 30-minute spot. And then last week, we had our first official guest, Trey Radel, that was on with us. Uh, I was super honored to have him as my first guest. He actually kind of got me into the start of being a guest on his radio show over the last five years. So couldn't have been uh, more proud to have him as our guest on the show. There's a lot to talk about this week, and we'll kind of keep it simple and sweet and to the point for basically what this show's all about again. Again, I'm Tyler McCluskey, been in the health insurance market space for uh, over 10 years now. And every week, I'm going to be giving you updates on the insurance market, what it means for you and your family, the cost, things that are changing, again, with the political world inside of healthcare and health insurance. And that's basically what's going to wrap around the show. We're going to have a new guest every week that's also going to talk about different aspects of business, mostly in the local market here. And I got a very good uh, guest this week that's a friend of mine that's been in the data science and fintech space for you know a long, long time. And I've worked with him in the past and we became good friends. So he's going to be coming joining us here in just a little bit as well. But to break down this long week, we all know what this week was. It was inauguration week. And just getting to the facts of what does the health insurance space look like moving forward? As we all know that Joe Biden is now the president of the United States, he was in the office while President Obama enacted the Affordable Care Act. A lot of people refer to it as Obamacare. The Affordable Care Act did come out, like we talked about, 2010 is when it was passed in Congress. 2014 kind of became the law of the land. So what happens now with the health insurance market? Again, the problem that the most people are seeing is that they think they only have one option. It's either healthcare.gov, the marketplace, which is unfortunately a very high costing health insurance plan or something from their employer. And again, if we have a lot of either baby boomers that might be listening to this uh, radio station here online, a lot of the kind of younger millennial entrepreneurs that have to buy their own health insurance, they may think that they don't have options. They have to get insurance through their job or employer. So what we can talk about right now, the facts of it is that Currently, as of today, nothing has changed in the health insurance market space. What that means for you is that even though open enrollment is over, you can purchase an individual health insurance plan. Now, that can be for you yourself or maybe your dependents, your, your spouse, your children, whoever that might be, and not just be pigeonholed into something that your employer offers you. So once again, the way to contact us, you reach me directly at www.tylermccluskey.com. Again, that's Tyler mccluskey.com or directly at 239-633-3140. And the easiest way that we've helped a lot of people in even just these last two weeks, I'm pretty excited to see how many people have called in just from uh, listening to our first two episodes here. 
they just want to know what the price might be. They either have insurance and been paying a lot for it, or they've been uninsured for so many years because they think the cost is just simply too high. And once you go online and start putting your information on, you get bombarded with phone calls, you might get flustered, and you don't know exactly what you're buying. Again, working with myself or my team, you know, you are represented by all the top carriers here in the area, such as United Healthcare, National General, Aetna, Cigna, Pivot, and many, many more. Um, and again, you're going to be purchasing a full major medical style health insurance plan. So we always go over an example each week for, for our listeners here. And this week's example is a client that called in right after our show on Saturday, actually. And we set up an appointment to talk on Monday. And the scenario was he was 67 years old. So he was already on what's called the Medicare system. For most people that are 65 and older, they're on the Medicare system. But his spouse, his wife was 62. And the cost of her insurance was just skyrocketing every single year, even looking through open enrollment. And they thought they had no other choice. And the option that they selected during open enrollment was just, it was just simply breaking the bank. They were paying over $1,600 a month for a 62-year-old female. With that being said, we have unbelievable options. And it's actually bridged to Medicare plans that are for 62 year olds that bridge them right up to their Medicare at age 65. Now these plans, and I will let everybody know that's listening today. Again, you do have to qualify for these plans. These are underwritten plans. That's why the price is a little bit more affordable. Uh, so there are still carriers that go through an underwriting process. They ask you health questions. They do a background to make sure of preexisting conditions or medications or whatever that might be. But after we went through these scenarios and we found out that she only takes one medication for high blood pressure, uh, didn't have anything else in the past, really, we were able to lock this individual in for $600 a month. $600 a month, which literally now saves them $1,000 a month that they thought that they had to pay over the next three years, simply just because they thought there were no other options. Um, again, these are real life scenarios that my team and myself helps people out with on a daily, daily basis. And my job is just simply here to educate you. Even if you, you go to somebody else or talk to another agent, I want the, the public to know and get back into that health insurance market to say there are options for you and your family. And we're not just trapped into what the media might tell us we have to do or what the employer might tell us what we have to do. So again, if you have a dependent, if you yourself are paying too much, or if you're just simply uninsured because you haven't bought health insurance in the past, please, I'd be, I'd be honored if you reached out to me or my team directly at tylermccluskey.com. Again, that's www.tylermccluskey.com. Or the phone number directly is 239 633 Three one four zero. All right, coming up next, I've got our second guest here in studio. It's a friend of mine. He is the CEO of Lendmarks, Brian Rice. He's going to be joining us right here after this quick break. So stay tuned, everybody. We'll return in a moment to the Tyler McCluskey Show right here on 92.5 Fox News. If you'd like to learn more today about your insurance options, give Tyler a call at 239-633-3140. That's 239-633-3140. Or you can get him online at www.tylermccluskey.com. That's www.tylermccluskey.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll return in a moment. Southwest Florida is a place to talk about coronavirus. You fund the police. Everything. Give me liberty or give me COVID-19. 92.5 Fox News. 
Hey, Southwest Florida, Tyler McCluskey coming to you here, and I want to talk to you about your health insurance needs. Everybody here in Lee County needs to have an affordable health insurance plan. And if you're currently not able to get one through your job or your employer, I'd love to be the one that helps you out with that. From all the major carriers in your area, like United Healthcare, National General, Aetna, Cigna, and more, we've got you covered. Some plans with low to zero dollar deductibles to help you and your family. Even if you've been turned down in the past before, we have a plan that can work for you. You never want to go without having any health insurance at all, so we're going to be the ones that get it taken care of for you. Call me directly at 239-633-3140. Again, that's 239-633-3140. Or visit us online at www.tylermccluskey.com. Have a great day. To explore your options for health insurance, call Tyler right now at 239-633-3140. That's 239-633-3140. What happened while you were at work? Trey's got you covered. The Drive at 5 with Trey Radel. On 92.5 Fox News. We now return to the Tyler McCloskey Show. On 92.5 Fox News. Welcome back, everybody, to the Tyler McCluskey Show. We are live here on 92.5 Fox News. And again, we'll be streaming here on Spotify and Apple iTunes as well. I think we've got a lot of other podcasts, but I'm just starting with the basics here, trying to see how many uh, followers and subscribers we can get to the channel. Welcoming in my guest this week, it's a friend of mine that's been in the business for a long, long time. We've been friends for the last five years or so. It is the CEO of Lendmarks, Brian Rice. Brian, thanks for coming in with us. Tyler, hey man, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. How's this uh, sitting in radio? Is it one of your first times, or have you done this before? No, it's not my first time. This is pretty <laughs> impressive. I, I did it once before. It was a commercial, so okay. that, that was a lot easier. Everything was written for me, and then uh, and they edited me, and it was supposed to take about 30 minutes, and you know, I took about six hours. And then jump right in. Who, who's that commercial with? Because I already know this one, but I'd love to hear and have the audience hear it as well. Uh, I was very lucky to uh, to be involved in a radio commercial where Matt Damon was the uh, the actor in the commercial speaking about my business and, uh, and Fleet Bank uh, later becoming Bank of America. Awesome. Love yeah, it. it. Thank, thank you. <laughs> and I heard that too. I know you said we're going to do one take and we're in and out and many hours later, but guess what? It sounded like you did it, you know, all your, all your life. Yeah, I, <laughs> it, it took a while. I was, uh, I was young and uh, arrogant about going in there and I had told the engineer Oh, I'll get this done right away, and yeah, I guess it's six hours later. <laughs> cool. um, so, um, yeah, again, tell our audience uh, a little bit about just you know your backstory quickly, who you are, where you, where you're from, what your what your business is, you've been in, or what you're in now, and just uh, kind of introduce yourself to everybody here. Yeah, sure, absolutely. First of all, again, it's great to be on the show, man. I, I loved uh, listening to the first two episodes. Um, I'm a little nervous right now. I'm coming off your second episode. Your <laughs> celebrity was involved, professional at this, so I hope I don't scare any uh, subscribers away, uh, and I hope I'll bring some on. So. Uh, you know, we met through the the financial side of my business. Um, you know, I mentioned before, it's a fintech uh, data marketing company, uh, data science, a lot of different terms these days. Uh, I started being uh, what they call now an entrepreneur about 24 years ago, making me probably about 20 years old, mainly with the purpose in life to just never work for somebody. Um, that was my main goal. I didn't know what I was going to do or I was going to do it. And, and since then, I've invested in from, you know, what they call angel investing and venture capital and different data companies, probably, you know, about 10 companies over the uh, over the past 20 years. Uh, luckily, 30% of them were successful enough to uh, keep me still self-employed. Awesome. Very cool. And um, what was your, your primary business that you were in when you started? And, you, and wh- where you're from again? You're back in uh, New York City, right? Is yeah, born, if, born and if, raised. And <laughs> If your listeners haven't figured out from my accent, yeah, no, I was born and raised in, in New York City, in the boroughs of New York City, and grew up skateboarding uh, in Manhattan. 
and, uh, and trying not to get in too much uh, New York trouble, but ah, a great time. Yeah. What was your uh, the first business that you were involved in, like the, the industry that it was, actually? So, so the industry was mortgage. Okay. And it was, uh, we started a call center. And what made us unique at the time is we would run people's credit on behalf of the mortgage company, and we kind of call them up and give them an idea. You couldn't quote someone, but give them an idea of, of what kind of rates they were looking at. And this is way back when interest rates were, you know, 9 to 15% on mortgages. But it was in the mortgage sector. It was started as just basically a telemarketing company, and it failed. Mm-hmm. It failed really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. You know, um, we didn't get paid by our clients and we had to let you know all these telemarketers go. It was a challenge. Yeah, but it's part of the story, right? It, it is. Yeah, you got to fail, as they say, a lot of times to get it right. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that fail to succeed model. We don't know when we're going to succeed. We don't know we're going to fail. And then we figure out words to use for whatever we call them later. Mm-hmm. Good, good. Just on a side note, since you just touched on it a little bit there, just maybe personal opinion or maybe actually some facts that you might have behind this. Because I know on a lot of the shows, just from my family industry in the mortgage industry here, rates right now are just just unbelievable. Yeah, right? you know, marketing well, is not as necessary. <laughs> <laughs> so where where do you see, I don't even know if you want to call it now, the future in the next year, the next five years, it can be a total guess. I might be putting you on the spot, but just in, in interest rates or what you think just from your in, being in the industry for so long. I, I mean, well, there's the, the there's really, really smart people that I rely on, you know, that make these decisions. But I think there's going to be a delta still of probably about a half a point to a point that's still going to shift as the supply and demand moves. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's hard. I mean, I've grown up and, and lived in a lot of major cities. Right, so major cities move very differently, densely populated areas. To say nationwide how we're going to manage really growing this economy and, and allowing more people to own property, I, I think we could see you know a swing down. Um, if it was really my opinion, I, I think they'd extend terms uh, okay. of the mortgages. But I, I believe, yeah, if I really had to say and put my name out there, like I said, and, yeah. and put it on there, I'd say we're going to see a swing of about a half a point to a point either way through the next year. Okay. Now, again, me just knowing your story too, you you sold your first business that you were able to create with some partners and everything like that, right? Uh, I'd say my first uh, industry business, industry not, business, not okay. the actual first business. It was it was the second one in. And yes, it was the first business we sold um, success, successfully. I guess yeah. I'm selling it to successful, right? Someone else found it valuable enough to buy <laughs> um, so, was that ever your intent? I always find this interesting, especially with, uh, I guess, like you said, newer entrepreneurs these days. Sure. Is do you get into building a business to sell it? Was that ever your intent, or did it just something you you came across, you stumbled on? No, it was a total accident. We had two offers. One we we really screwed up. Uh, it was a great offer for the business, and we were young and we were confused about what was going on. But no, I I, I really stuck to. Uh, I know that I use the word purpose often. And I really stuck to the main purpose. I just wanted to work for myself. I knew my personality. And uh, I had some jobs as a teenager, uh, you know, other than DJing and stuff where I, I was a telemarketer and I worked for people. And, you know, I'm, I'm the best employee for myself. That, that's what I can really say. And then you go in every day and you start a business with me at the time, my buddy, since I was a teenager. And then later there's 150 people. And then I look at it. I don't really remember what the purpose other than making sure that company stayed intact every day was. And selling it only became a conversation because someone came to us and said, what if you could be a part of something bigger? Cool. Very good. I always love the story, especially with you're involved with your friends and people you can trust in yeah, the business. Yeah, trust is tough. Um, yeah, but that, that worked out for you, right? Everything worked out with, it, it, with the people has. that you, you it, did that with, and it's a good story to have, huh? It, it is. I'm, I'm glad to say we're all still friends and family. One of my original partners to this day, we're, we're still in business together with Landmarks. It's been you know 21 years of working together and knowing each other's families. It's good. great. Very good. And then kind of fast forward, getting to us of how we got into business. So you get out of the, you get out of the mortgage business, if I'm right or wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong on this too, but you kind of get out of the mortgage industry more and get 
into insurance. That's how we stumbled across each other, right? Well, so, yeah, yeah. I, I had some fun in between doing the two big boring <laughs> things. Um, so I invested in some digital music companies and some advertising technology. And like I said, out of the 10 things I can stamp my name on, three of them were successful enough to, to keep me with my main purpose of working for myself. And, you know, that word success is, uh, you know, it's our own defined word, right? But I was lucky enough. And I did some stupid stuff in the middle of there just to have a good time because after 13 years in mortgage, I had safety I was a little bit bored with the, the product. <laughs> And I thought to myself, this data so you, so, thing. Hold on, so you picked yeah. the right industry of insurance. I did. So, so I did. I, I, I thought boring. this one's got to be so much more <laughs> exciting, right? <laughs> Let me go into term life. And that's what I did. We, we, we got very, very lucky with a, a very big contract from MetLife. And term life was our first foray into understanding the data between the advertising, the marketing, and the direct marketing, and the policies being sold. Cool. Yeah. What was the transition there? I know with you were in the term life space, and that's uh, we do that at our agency in our office too. We don't primarily do that. our more focus is health insurance. So you know it's the under sixty five health insurance and the over sixty five Medicare department. What what branched you into that? Is just something you came across, or did you have a passion for it? Did you find a need for it? How how that come about? Usually a problem gets me everywhere I have to go, right? And um, and we saw that in term life, the, the only problem was volume. That, that was it, and technology. And we were lucky enough, I was lucky enough to work with one company that I feel has really tackled it in technology. And when looking at the health insurance market and how it worked digitally, like you had said before, just using examples, as you did earlier, and just saying this is what happened in this one situation with this person, with the employer, non-employer, it seems clear. But behind the scenes with the marketplace is just confusion. And confusion and advertising do not go well together. It's like, how do I market confusion and help a salesman get something done across data science or anything from a TV commercial? Health insurance, that was the challenge, right? It was Medicare, of course, there's regulations, same as health insurance. But health insurance, high demand, first of all, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, you want to go where there's a demand or you got to grow your business. And there's a demand to get this right. So we took that challenge on. And as you know, we're really, really bad at it. Really, really bad at <laughs> at under 65. I will say, my, I don't want to talk badly about my company. I have a great team working on Medicare. And, but we've taken some big bruises in U65 and meeting you, how we met, and then going from there, working so closely with you, we learned, right? And you allowed us the room to screw up and, and learn from it. Well, I think that's what it was. It was just, uh, you know, and then how we even got connected. I think it was one of your employees one day uh, just – yeah, I don't want to say spam email. Good thing it got to my <laughs> inbox, but uh, just kind of was emailing constantly over and over and over again. And finally, I got one that I opened up and just said, you know, let's reach out, let's see. And then it kind of quickly bypassed him to get to you. You you took that handoff from the employee. Dude, that was the, a you know what, what they call marketing funnels, right? So go. that yep. was you were you were at the top of the funnel, right? Yep. And then you were coming through, and uh, and then after you know uh, some some transactions that happened between I think one of your vice presidents and and my sales guy, you and I met. And, uh, and luckily, you had hired us just for the Medicare business, so we, we kept your business. We didn't yeah. screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then we started working on other projects together. But yeah, we, uh, you know, marketing yourselves is the best form of learning what you're good at, right? And, um, and then hopefully your, your work markets back for you. Well, and I think the funny thing is, and I'm gonna, I'll kind of geek out here for Please. a moment. I uh, hope we don't lose anybody too much on this call here. But um, I think the biggest challenge, it wasn't necessarily just you guys either, you want to say screw it up. I appreciate that. I think it was I was beating you up to say <laughs> in business on, on the insurance side, there's a certain uh, CPA, a cost per, per acquisition, acquisition to get this, this deal closed. And I know you were working with 
carriers like MetLife and Aetna and all of them. And they were able to pay a, a lot more than our agency was at the time. Four times. <laughs> so I said, all right, well, how can we do this? We have the best agents in the world, in my opinion. I'll be biased there for a moment. Sure. Our team is compliant. They help the clients. They they put them in the right position. We don't just put them into one carrier. And we need to do this for about four times less than what you guys currently do it at. So let's find a way to make it work. So you, you know, we took a chance on you, but you took a chance on us as well to spend a lot of our own personal money to make that happen. Yeah, no, you're right. And it, yeah, it was actually four times lower. Yeah, yeah four times. So, we, but hey, did, we're did, here, did we hit it? We're here now, right? I don't, I don't, people, <laughs> we're friends. I don't know if we'd be friends if we didn't hit that number. I, I want to make that clear <laughs> for all your listeners. Yeah. But we did. We hit it um, and uh, and we consistently hit it, right? Mm-hmm. And we learned a lot. And, and, and I appreciate what you're saying. I think in, you know when we committed to a commitment, that's such a big word, and we focused on different sets of numbers over time and we stayed committed to it. Unlike a lot of businesses don't see that type of relationship with their clients and, and the ability to get scrappy and staying with that commitment. Yeah, we got somewhere. Right? Yeah, we, we set a goal and we did it. Cool. Yeah, it was cool, man. It was a lot of fun. And and we can geek out on it though because we, yeah, I, I think that overall, a lot of companies talk about cost per acquisitions and use the, the jargon and the acronyms. And you know, we lived and breathed in it between software and spreadsheets for quite a long time. Oh. Um, and I know one other reason why, um, you know, first off, I'm, I'm happy to have you on here. I'm thankful to have you on here as my second guest. I'm just happy to be here. I, I can't blame it. This um, is a legitimate studio right now. Yeah, this is great. It's awesome. man. This is really professional. Um, but you've got, uh, you got something to plug as well, too, just kind of on that note, again, where we got to with what we've done so much on the Medicare and under 65 health insurance market. So why don't you talk about that something just that you've been working hard on for a couple of years and it just came to fruition right over the summertime so why don't yeah. you tell me tell me about that yeah thank you yeah so i'd say out of all the times that we've looked at a project that would change one of the companies we've had my partners and i it was of course focused on data and analytics and, and how we we're going to work around that but also what can we do to really change something really stand out uh, scale is important but being really impactful first and then scaling that impact in my opinion so over my career, we've had about four instances where we've had one of those projects. I call them the changers, if you will. And we're in one right now. We applied and got accepted by uh, a, a consulting group called MECC. It's a non-for-profit pro bono consulting group, part of the University of Michigan. And it's their MBA data science program. And what we were able to do is submit a ton of data to them. I'm not going to geek out too much right now because I will bore people. But a year of insurance transactions, health insurance transactions in America through COVID. And we patterned that data up against the year prior, and, we're, and we've built a prediction model on the year going forward. And this team of students, meccconsulting.org, University of Michigan, any company can apply, Fortune 500, startups, great team of data scientists, focused students. They did better work than myself and my company. They proved the youth is there and that they're using better tools than some of us older guys. And, and it was really, it was great. And we're going to apply those models for our clients in, uh, in the first, uh, right at the end of the first quarter. Awesome. I love it. Love to hear that. And I've been you know, grateful to be around on that journey with you guys as well, too, even though we're in the same industry, but until two totally different sides of the playing field, right? But we have to align, right? Yeah, we do absolutely. have to align, yeah. But. Um, and if anybody that's listening right now um, wants to reach out to you or your team or your company, how do they contact you and whatever, I mean, what services to, could you provide either to big organizations or individuals? How do they reach out to you guys? Sure. First of all, it, it, it's L-E-N-D-M-A-R-X.com. That's Lendmarks.com. There's a contact form on there. You can email me. My name is Brian. It's with an I, Brian at Lendmarks.com. And we work with lenders in the personal loan space. We work with life insurance companies, under 65 Medicare companies that are really looking to change the way they use data and how they use it. And, and what I think we are is where that intersection, like you mentioned before, of fintech and data. 
So, you know, if someone understands what that means, then then they'll know what the next conversation is going to be. Awesome. Well, I know. <laughs> if they understand what that means, then they'll then yeah, they're good that, to go. that's it, right? Because we can't do any better at explaining. I can't do any better at explaining. It gets too. <laughs> I actually, think you did a great job. This is. Uh, I think we we talked about this for a couple of times of how we wanted to do this show, and we're just blown right through it. Well, I yeah, you fell asleep the first time, and I thought, okay, that was definitely too boring. <laughs> I got to talk. That was too much talk about data. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, no, I think it's. Uh, listen, man, I, the data is a big word, right? Like these, you know, now you look at how that's growing what it means look at what we we hear the word data now in everything from lawsuits to privacy issues and it's such a so four letters but it's information it's the biggest thing out there right so I, i look at the coolness of data science now the opportunity it brings to people. And, and like I said, working with that school, I learned a lot. And awesome. I like geeking out, man. I mean, it, it, the numbers don't lie, right, yep. at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, as we're coming to a close here, just on our uh, on our live session here, we're also going to continue our conversation on our uh, podcast version. So if everybody tunes in um, this week on Spotify or Apple Music, you're going to hear the extended version of Brian and I having our conversation right now. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to, fi- I'm trying to figure out on the fly a couple of questions to ask uh, all my guests on the show so right. a couple quick things just to know about you number one maybe uh where's where's the best place you've ever i know you traveled the world where's your favorite place that you travel to uh tuscany italy tuscany. yeah I, I think if there was a place i felt i never wanted to leave again it was just right there and, and hanging out between there and florence okay um number two this might come easy now favorite food italian food okay. my, made by my mom okay <laughs> any any specific kind uh, you know, my mom's is- an amazing chef, a uh, Sicilian chef, and uh, her eggplant parmesan. You think I'd say something a lot? The basics, okay. man. All right. And then last, uh, I'll put you on the spot. Um, you've met a lot of people in your life. Favorite favorite known celebrity that you've met or run into or interacted with? Oh, man. Okay, I'll <laughs> tell one story. In New York City, you meet a lot of crazy people. Um, I was very young. I just started telemarketing. I was playing pool in Manhattan, and I was playing pool with a guy. I was playing nine ball. He had a whole entourage with him, and I was beating this guy bad in nine ball. My whole friends were there, and the guy walked by me, and this was a year where uh, people around then knew this song was very famous, and he said, how you doing, fellas? And when he said fellas, I thought, that's Marky Mark. <laughs> and I just realized I was playing pool and beating Mark Wahlberg. Well, then after that, I scratched. I lost the last game, and that was the big bet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, Brian, I, uh, I appreciate you coming on again. Brian Rice, CEO of Lendmarks. Oh, please. Thanks for having me, man. It's been Absolutely. great. This is, uh, and we'll continue again on our podcast online. Um, wrapping up here live on our, uh, on our radio session. Again, just speaking on the individual market for health insurance, everybody. So for everyone that's tuning in and listening to us, you're going to follow our story along of how we do what we do. Um, I've been in the individual marketplace for 10 years now, and uh, my, my family's been in it before. And helping people with their insurance needs is really a passion of mine at this point. And um, we want to find the best opportunity for you and your family because I think, again, so many people just get absolutely beat up by the prices that they're the marketplace might give them or their employers might give them for dependents. Again, most of your employers, they might have very good coverage for you, the individual. But as soon as you add on that dependent, your spouse or your child, the prices go up. So please reach out to me or my team directly at tylermccluskey.com. Again, that's www.tylermccluskey.com. Phone number directly is 239 633 
239-633-3140. Again, 239-633-3140. Put me in your contact list now. I know every uh, the last two weeks, I've got a couple calls right after the show's over and they hang up so and then they call back on Monday. Um, but please, I'd, I'd love to help you. I'd love to pass you off to one of our team members so they can work with you too. We've got a, a bunch of agents that work specifically with under 65 health insurance and the over 65 Medicare market. Next week, we're going to have another wonderful guest for you guys to listen to here live on 92.5 Fox News. I am so happy that you all are on this journey with me. I think I'm getting a little bit more comfortable each week at this. And uh, again, I couldn't be more honored that everybody's tuning in, friends, family, and everybody here locally in Southwest Florida. So again, we're every Saturday at 11 a.m., the Tyler McCluskey Show on 92.5 Fox News. Again, www.tylermccluskey.com, 239-633-3140, and tune in on Spotify and Apple iTunes. We'll return in a moment to the Tyler McCluskey Show right here on 92.5 Fox News. If you'd like to learn more today about your insurance options, give Tyler a call at 239-633-3140. That's 239-633-3140. Or you can get him online at www.tylermccluskey.com. That's www. TylerMcCluskey.com. Don't go anywhere. We'll return in a moment. Southwest Florida is place to talk about coronavirus. It's on the police. Everything. Give me liberty or give me COVID-19. 92.5 Fox News. Hey, Southwest Florida. Tyler McCluskey here. And I'd like to talk to you about your health insurance. I know, we know, it's boring. It's something that you have to purchase and you hope that you never have to use. However, I'm here to let you know that you do have options. Don't be subject to just what you see online or what your friend may or may not told you about your health insurance. In your area, you do have options from United Healthcare, National General, Aetna, Cigna, and more. And some options could be with a $0 deductible depending on your needs. I'd love to be the agent that helps you out, so please give me a call directly at 239 239- 633-3140. Again, 239-633-3140. Or visit me online at tylermccluskey.com, where your health is our insurance. What happened while you were at work? Trey's got you covered. The Drive at 5 with Trey Radel On 92.5 Fox News. We now return to the Tyler McCluskey Show on 92.5 Fox News. Right, coming back on here uh, again. This is our first extended version on our uh, podcast, Spotify, Apple, iTunes. And Brian, is is it okay? What? If everybody knows me, I'm not an Apple guy. Not I'm a Samsung guy yeah. all the way every day. Everyone says, "Oh, you're Android, Android." No, 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 Samsung. Your pictures are better uh, than mine. I know. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Um, is it is it Apple iTunes now or is it Apple Music? What what is what everybody using now? I think they just know it as Apple at this point. Oh, okay. It's like Earth, right? Earth. Yeah. There's Earth and then there's Apple. Oh, I know. Uh, our, our producer here, Ian, is the one that has this thing on lockdown. He's, he's one of the best I've ever worked with on something like this. But he's got everything streaming for you guys at any time that you need. But um, so how'd you feel about this? This was a lot of fun, man. I, the extended. <laughs> Version. I, I'm honored now. I'm really honored. We've extended the version to hear me talk about absolutely nothing important. Um. Well, I know we did a lot. We did live there for the radio for everybody, but now 
how this was uh, us at my kitchen table this morning for what about two hours sitting there scripting, scripting, talking, trying, trying to, to figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. I'm like, what in the hell are we going to talk about the right way to entertain people? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I, I usually do that when I spill things on myself and people get to laugh at me. And uh, you know, that, huh? that's it's easier. I've been that there. Way. You've been there for that, right? <laughs> and I think most people that are listening to this and know me, thought, oh wow, I did him too, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but yeah, we did. We worked on it quite a bit, and uh, and it came out great, though. At least I thought so. You know? Oh, I, 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 I think. Be honest again. This is just something that's starting to flow, which I'm I'm thankful for. That's going that way, and well, you know, you never know where this comes to. I think we were talking about this morning too. I wish just uh, as we were sitting at the the kitchen counter, we just had like two cameras pointing at us the whole time and just documenting. So, like you know me, I follow Gary V pretty religiously. That's that's one of the ones I look up to for all you know podcasting and content. Super thing, successful just, guy. Just, yeah. just document, yeah. document, document, document. Now, to me, to be honest, it can get tiring. It can get overwhelming to continue to document. Um, I think that's why I just got to hire the right people around me just to do it, right? <laughs> to a certain extent, right? But everything is about like kind of relearning it over and over, right? I think when I don't listen to Gary Vee, you're, you're committed. Um, and uh, I just look at his style and the group he's come from and how he's grown up. And I think it's basically the way you have to self-teach yourself something or over and over. And when you're exhausted, that means I got this. <laughs> you know? yep. Well, it's because Gary Vee wants to buy the Jets, Oh, is that what his plan is? Oh, that's the whole thing. I didn't know so that. I'm just hoping that if I can that ever that team should be pretty cheap the way they uh, play. You would think <laughs> if I can ever get back into you know loving football again, we'll see where that goes. But uh, maybe one day, if Gary V can actually purchase the New York Jets, then uh, we'll be in the right spot. We'd well, so. be a fan of the Jets at that point. Of know. course, I still try to be. You know, I might have my my father come on in one of these uh, episodes with me, and I still ask him. I just I don't know how every single week. You pray for them to lose so we can get the number one draft pick, and you're still decked out from head to toe <laughs> in jet skier. So. I lived very close to that stadium. The, the Boomer Esiason was my, my favorite yep. kind of watch around that time. Absolutely. Yeah. So, actually, well, I listen every, every single morning. I listen to Boomer and Geo. Um, oh, that's right. A very did, successful yeah. show. Oh, they right? did a show yeah. every morning from 6 to 10. Um, so, now that's the next thing. I know you're in. Uh, Ten times more marketing than I am. I'm going to put some pressure on you to try to get this, uh, get this out there. I, I let's blast some media. Let's get, let's, let's get it out there. And I need to get some guests. So I want, I want to have Boomer on here. I want to have Gary Vee on here. I don't know. I, you, I wanted to get bigger too. So I know I was a part of it. Yeah. And I, I can put my name in that <laughs> list of guests. They'll be like, wow, I know everybody except this guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he might. Wow, he must know people. Yeah. So what, what else is new in, in your world? I mean, how are you dealing through all this? Uh, I know we talk about it all the time, but just dealing through the COVID and stuff. We've been able to get some travel in, not as much as we used to. No, I've traveled a lot through this, though, right? I Did mean, you? I think that, jeez, uh, if I could talk about it just for a second here, man, you know, uh, I, I jumped on the plane. What was that? When I went to California that first time to invest in the pizza business and do that work. But I hit the road around the end of May, and I was on the road for four weeks from California to Utah. And in my life, I've never done that much driving. I don't even like driving. Um, and I don't really spend that much time alone. And I did that. And uh, I got to see different things happening through different cities. Um, you know, I, I look at the pictures as I'm having somebody work on them for me to make some, some artwork out of it. And I was in L.A. for, you know, a protest that turned into riots and woke up to banks mm-hmm. and broken glass. And San Diego, there was a you know, sheriff's department burning and COVID was happening. I mean, man, I thought I saw everything. But obviously, we've seen nothing sometimes. Yep. You know, it's hard. Did you recently go out of the country, too? Well, uh, no, not, not out of the, the country. country. No, yeah. I was going to. You're right, though. I, and, and then decided it was what— Yeah, what, where you changed it. You changed it to I did, Puerto I changed, Rico. I, to Puerto Rico. I was going to, going to, go to, to Jamaica yes. or, or one of the you know the islands and uh, and decided to go to Puerto Rico to yep. stay in. And uh, and that was a big change, like just seeing how they were handling the airports and stuff. But, uh, 
you know, it was warmer there and uh, the, the card games were still flowing. So I got to play some cards. But as a challenge for them, you know, Puerto Rico had the National Guard with uh, you know, unarmed um, just to kind of help with the curfews and, wow. and get there. Unfortunately, in Puerto Rico, there's no Uber Eats after curfew as well. So yeah. that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I will even say, I don't know if this is uh, if this is normal or not. Now, I know we live in Southwest. Well, you, you live in Orlando. Um, I'm down here in Southwest Florida, the Cape Coral area, Fort Myers area. We don't use Uber or Lyft too, too often. But I was uh, in the need of needing to use one last week, and I could not believe it. It was on a Sunday afternoon. I down. I, I was at the boat marina. I was driving my boat back, and I had to, you know, get a ride back to the house. You know, five miles away. I sat there for an hour and fifteen minutes trying to get an Uber. Nothing. Nothing available. Mm. Uber tried it. Lyft tried it. Picked up the phone and called two taxi companies. Nothing's available. Was there a high demand for taxis? I don't know. They just said there's no cars around. I, I don't know what the well, reason for that is. Well, you haven't tried to use one recently to see if that's not, like Yeah, that not way. here locally. It's in the definitely cities, changed. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's, it's changed. I mean, it is is more difficult. I, that happened to me in St. Augustine, though. I had to wait an hour and a half one day in St. Augustine. Locally, what I do now, because I, I, I use them all the time, I pre-book them. That's what I've been doing because it's like there are less drivers on the road now. There's less people driving Uber for their own mm. concerns of safety. But I've been pre-booking it. But so did you? Did you walk home? Oh yeah, I did, walked. You walked yeah. about yeah. five miles. Five miles. <laughs> no, I got I got about a couple miles into it, and then we were able to get a ride. Okay, so. <laughs> hitchhiking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean things have changed a lot. So um, what what's upcoming for you? Is there? I mean, I know you. Landmarks is supposed to have a, a huge year this year. I, right? I think so. I, mean, I hope so. I'm knocking on something here. But yeah, no. I, yeah, it's supposed to be uh, a monumental year. I think. If, uh, if I look at the way I run my businesses and, and what I've been trying and, and, and aiming for here. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do some pretty geeky stuff in health insurance and show that we started something bad and it turned good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're releasing the, the technology. Yeah, I mean, the, the, our own science, data science and, and data management tools will come out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to go with the name of them yet. The slinky may sue us. But, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it is, it is a big year. Um, and as you know, it has a lot to do with really just the last two years because of COVID being in so impactful to what you and I do mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and us making some, some moves and learning a lot. You know, so I am. I'm pretty stoked about this year. And I think everybody should be, though. I think we've come out of a – we've definitely not come out of COVID, uh, you know, 300 and some odd. We don't have to say the numbers, but it's bad. Yeah. You know, it's yep. bad. And, and it's sensitive in certain areas. And, of course, me being a born and raised New Yorker, New York got hit really, really hard. And I think no matter what, 21 is a year that we'll all pay attention to be more aware of. But I think it's going to be a good year for yeah, good. And I think uh, it's something we talk about all the time, and it's just I wish there was just such a better way. And I think you and I literally daily, weekly talk about it. It's just trying to get the consumer easier, get, it, get them better to the site, get them better to us. Because what, what nobody wants to do is nobody wants to go online and fill out a form. No, I think no. that's what they were waking up thinking about doing. <laughs> I can't wait to fill out I an mean, insurance quote Exactly. Today. <laughs> so they think, I mean, how many people go in there and, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of this all the time. You go to a quote to get quote something, you Bob Smith put in a year and a fake email to try to get the next thing. And it's, okay, someone's going to contact you and you don't get a quote, right? Um, and and it, it unfortunately, because there's a lot of bad companies out there. There's a lot of scamming companies that are out there, sure. as you all know. Um, but then it hurts the really good companies and the really good agents directly that just want to help people. Um, again, so that's why we're doing this platform. Again, who knows where this is going to go? Um, but it's just another extension to try to drive people directly to us and educate them the right way on how to actually buy health insurance. At the end of the day, you got to speak to an agent. I, I think, yeah. I mean, we didn't talk about this live too much, but you've been around in this space for years, way, way longer than me. 
how well do you understand health insurance well, and purchasing I, it? <laughs> I can understand from the sarcasm in your voice since I ask you so many questions. Not very well at all. Not, not really at all. I, um, I just reverse math with, with some cool tools. But no, it's really challenging, man. And, I go, and I'm a person that had hundreds of employees, you know, if not over the years, thousands that we covered in health insurance. And we had to make it through challenges in Obamacare to even getting it for myself and why I need it. And you never know why you need it until you need it and you don't have it. And unfortunately, that's what I'm going through right now. I thought, you know, I'm never going to need this. And, and now I have a, a major medical situation I'm looking at. I have to have a surgery. And it's like, wow, I really need to know what, what's covering me. And I don't understand. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, again, I just get into that concept all the time. And we always lay out the difference between health insurance versus health care. Um, you know, and that's just another topic, another day we just keep drilling into. But again, it's more educating the consumer on um, what's what's out there, what they're able to get and how to get it. Well, you um, say health insurance and health care. I feel like it's verses. You know, they're almost like and they should be helping each other. Right. But mm-hmm. I feel like health insurance is like, oh, you need health care. And why? Yeah. But don't you make that easy to take care of that for me? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem it's nope. that easy. No. Nope. Nope. So, yeah, this was, this was a good episode. I, I think it was fun, man. I, I think that you're on to something with the way you're including one, looking at someone's life as an entrepreneur, maybe entrepreneur or not. I think everybody's almost an entrepreneur in some way these days, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you work independent of so many things, especially through COVID. Right now, he's working from home. I think you're touching on some great topics, man. I'm glad to be a part of it. I, I think that, you know, I hope that your base grows for advice purposes. You know, I got to say, you know, we've known each other, like you said, for about five years. We've worked together through most of that. And, uh, you know, age-wise, there, there's a big difference between us. But I got to say, I, I lean on you for a lot of advice, just not in healthcare insurance, in just how we, you know, how we approach different things in life. And I think you'll lend that to a lot of your listeners. And guests, I hope that we come on and we can lend that same advice, you know, to people on, on whatever you're trying to achieve, you know, whatever you're trying to do, whether it be taking care of your family through health insurance, whether it be starting a business, whether it be learning what marketing really means and, and what it means to be an entrepreneur, you know, after, after you take some hits. Yeah, absolutely. I um, appreciate that. I, just, just in that marketing side of things, it's such a, such a generic Big phrase, generic word, phrase, right? right? Yeah. I mean, what, um, what advice do you have for anybody that's listening? Let's just say they're either they're, they're brand new or they're just getting into selling something, whatever that is, whether it's a product that they're selling or something they created. I mean, what's your best advice for marketing it? From a marketing perspective, never believe your own hype, right? Um, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I feel like I, you know, from a creative perspective, and that word's a big word too, I'm the worst. You know, I couldn't tell you a good television commercial if I spot it, but I could tell you, you know, how this algorithm should work with this data science. Stay committed to the purpose of the product or the service, right? If we lose the understanding of the purpose as ourselves, the marketer of it, whether you're advertising, direct marketing, direct response, how do we expect someone else to understand the purpose, right? And I know it's difficult if someone's listening to this and sell, well, I have a Shopify account and, you know, and I sell golf tees. Well, that's simple. I, I see the purpose there. You know, if that tee is supposed to help me, and, and it takes a lot to help me in golf, probably <laughs> it's science at a whole another year from now, maybe 10 years. But, you know, there's a purpose in that. And we can't assume that people, just like the point you made with health insurance, we can't assume just because someone plays golf or someone's in, that they understand something and they understand why you bring it to them. So stick to that purpose. Pay attention to the numbers. Stay consistent. You know, stay focused. Yeah. And the consistency is huge, obviously. I mean, if you're doing digital, you're doing podcasts, you're doing social media, you got to stay true to the consistency aspect of it, too. <laughs> I know you touched on the commercials and not just to talk about us and what we've done, but I mean, we've done a pretty good job with our commercials. And Absolutely. I think even like uh, locally, we, we, I hit them pretty hard here for our, our company 
last year and a lot of my friends and family all locally saw it and everything like that. They didn't realize that you were also helping run some of those in all major cities across the United States. So we did a local version and we did the, uh, the national, the national yeah. one. But my either advice or take on that is we did so much better with our local commercial than we did with our national commercial. And the only thing that I can think of on that is, especially with our business, for what it is, you're buying health insurance. You're not just buying a specific product that you can touch and feel. Um, I really try to do in all my advertising commercials, taking that, I, I keep giving him credit all day long. If I say his name enough times, maybe he'll appear. Uh, the, the, the Gary V approach of just the, 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 the empathy and compassion in marketing. And when we did it locally, it was the same thing. Like, we are your local shop. We've been here for over 15 years, right here in your backyard of Fort Myers, Florida, um, and we'd be honored if you would just call us to speak to us about your health insurance needs. We'd love to hear from you. Those type of words and connecting with them on a local basis, it, it, it really did blow oh, up. I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think when we look at the, the cuts and the edits on the national, I, I love the second round of work you did on the uh, the telemarketing call. I thought that was really cool. And it was addressing the, the what people are really going through, getting too many calls. You know, I filled out this form. I got bombarded with calls. And how do we stand out from that? You know, it's really important. I, I think, you know, especially growing up in the data world, it's direct marketing. So we think about like, you know, there's advertising. That's a really big audience. Direct marketing is it's a smaller audience. Look at Medicare, you know, 60, what do we target for the business? 65 to 64 and a half to 79 really is our, our prime target. There's only so many people. Um, when you, you think about it, advertising, you know, people sell lifestyle a lot more, right? And, you know, the luxury lifestyle and this, it gets, it gets saturated. Information is key. Packaging up that information in short amounts of time, pungently, is not easy. Um, you know, you're right. Those spots did really well locally, and I think they're still going to do well nationally. I, I think it's just going to take some For time. Sure. Yeah. But to your point, consistency and learning, mm-hmm. right? That spot locally was running, 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 and nationally because of the budget and how big it could get, we were so careful about like, oh, should we drop this here? Should we let it? You got to go. You got to just you know yeah. settle in and, and believe in your content. Get new content out there. Mm-hmm. And track it and, and hit the ops on it. A lot of time, a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of time, lot. But you know, with with a big goal at the other side, right? So, and with, uh, we could say something so cliche as no risk, no reward. We could say something so cliche, no pain, no gain, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, but yes, in the world of business, it's emotion and, and financials, right? That's really what it comes down to. Well, if you could get out of what you're doing, mm. if you could, and you had your dream lifestyle or career or job or passion, what what would you get into if you were just out of I just call it financial mortgages, data, insurance, and you could just make it work. What would it be? Well, I got to say that that's a, that's a little bit of a tougher question for me. I got to say that from an experience perspective, I would love to be able to walk away from any businesses I've done and, and go full-time charity work. You know, we've had a great charity over the years. Our nonprofit has done a lot of work in, in New York. From a fun passion perspective, it would be, it's really a challenge. Ready for this? As a child, I always thought I'd be a pop uh, music choreographer. And uh, as an adolescent, I, I thought I'd be a male fashion designer. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I could still dance. Um, but, uh, and I thought I'd be a fashion designer. And uh, I would love to tackle all of them. And I think I probably will sometime. I think there's plenty of time left. And uh, I, maybe I'll be the only one wearing the clothes I design. And, uh, and maybe the video will just be a TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who cares? You know, maybe, maybe we might have you know, five listeners to this now. We might have you know, 10 next year. Man, maybe 10 have, million in maybe, 20 years, never man. Know. I don't know, never man. Know. I'm just, I hope I get called back when the numbers are that big. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We'll make a deal right now, okay? All right, fair. Record it, write it down. Maybe I could it. just do like drops or something like that, like noises I could do in the background or something. <laughs> I don't know. You know, when you reach that Howard Stern level. 
people. Oh, okay. okay. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, so just sign off. Just plug one more time. Just then again, if anybody wants to reach you or your, your company, Lendmarks, sure. how do they reach out to you again? What's sure. the website? It's www.lendmarks.com. And there's a contact form there. Probably a phone number on the website. And we'd love to talk to you. Cool. And um, again, if anybody here listening still that's uh, gone through this process with us has any questions on health insurance, it doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're taking a new venture here with reaching as many people here locally on the, on the radio station and on Fox News, but then nationally and globally on, on anything on, on Spotify and uh, the Apple iTunes account. Um, please just come to my website directly. Again, there's a contact form there, www.tylermccluskey.com. I wish I could get something a little. We'll, we'll get creative. We got to think of a better website tagline. I think that gets there. Everything just the has name. been purchased. The only thing you're lucky you have a, a unique enough name. You have your name. Yeah. When, until when did people you spell it wrong. Until people spell it wrong. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I know that's yeah. that'd be a When did you buy your name? How long ago? About five years ago. Five years ago. Yep. Uh-huh. Just to make sure I had it, and I never used it until this last year. So. There you go. I tried um, to buy rice.com. It didn't work. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Uh, appreciate everybody tuning in again. Um, listen to us anytime. Uh, I'd love to. I'm trying to see the results on this. And again, this is the first week that our online accounts are launching. Uh, our team is going to do excellent work at getting this content out to you and um, trying to put it on the right platforms for everybody to listen to. The only help I can ask of anybody is please share it. Share it, share it with everybody and get it out to your friends and family. See if they like it. I'll take every bit of uh, feedback possible, even from Brian five minutes before we started. Um, <laughs> I, I'll take any feedback. I love it. Um, even if I have a look on my face that only my friends and family know when I look at you, it doesn't matter. I'll take it. I'll listen to it. And um, if anybody wants locally here wants to be a guest, please uh, shoot me an email. Let me know. Uh, again, we're going to feature somebody every week um, as we talk about all business. So insurance, real estate, marketing, mortgages, you name it. Life, the Tyler McCloskey Show. Thank you for having me, Tyler. <laughs> all right, thanks, Brian. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks, everybody, and we will see you next week. This has been the Tyler McCloskey Show on 92.5 Fox News. Join us every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. right here on 92.5 Fox News for the latest discussion and talk. For the latest discussion on insurance and the happenings in business around Southwest Florida. Join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. for a frank discussion about business in Southwest Florida and the insurance industry. If you'd like to talk to Tyler McCluskey, give him a call right now at 239-633-3140. That's 239-633-3140. You can find him online at www.tylermccloskey.com. That's www.tylermccloskey.com. What happened while you were at work? Trey's got you covered. The Drive at 5 with Trey Radel On 92.5 Fox News. Hey, Southwest Florida. Tyler McCluskey coming to you here. And I want to talk to you about your health insurance needs. Everybody here in Lee County needs to have an affordable health insurance plan. And if you're currently not able to get one through your job or your employer, I'd love to be the one that helps you out with that. From all the major carriers in your area, like United Healthcare, National General, Aetna, Cigna, and more, we've got you covered. Some plans with low to zero dollar deductibles to help you and your family. And even if you've been turned down in the past before, we have a plan that can work for you. You never want to go without having any health insurance at all, but we're going to be the ones that get it taken care of for you. Call me directly at 239-633-3140. Again, that's 
888-565-3140 or visit us online at www.tylermccluskey.com. Have a great day. To explore your options for health insurance, call Tyler right now at 239-633-3140. That's 239-633-3140. 